Sean, work is killing me. I need some gossip. Like, make me feel better. Okay, here it goes. So the other day, Daryl went into the break room again. And he was in there for a really long time. And I heard from Vanessa, who heard from Joey, who heard from Phoebe, who heard from... <laughs> he walked out of the room with Monica. So apparently, he may be into girls. But then, they mentioned that right after she walked out, also, Troy walked out right behind her. Troy? Yeah, Troy. Troy. And he is such a flamer. I will look... We can't say for sure just because he flames, but yes, signs point to him being the homo gay. So that's interesting. Yeah. So I thought I had an answer because Monica walked out first, but apparently maybe he's into both. I don't know. We'll have to see. Mm. Interesting. Okay. I'm feeling a little bit better. He didn't react to my low cut and sexy top. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Uh, what uh, movies did you watch this weekend? I got so excited because I was looking for times for The Lighthouse and I happened upon a gem that was showing in theaters, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Nice. So I went with Anthony and Jesse to a 10 p.m. showing and it was a blast. Oh, they didn't do a ritual or anything? No, actually the theater wasn't even full because I don't think there was much like advertising for it. No. And the theater was pretty silent. Like you didn't have any rice flying or any of that that you get at the midnight showings. But it was still interesting to see it on the big screen again because there's so many small details. You're like, oh, I didn't notice, you know, Magenta was sitting on the stairs the whole time. Yeah. The whole time. The whole time. <laughs> Did they have a midnight showing? Uh, no, I only saw a 10 p.m. showing. Okay, yeah. Independent theaters usually would go that route and play yeah. them at midnight. Um, so, that yeah, that, I'm sure that must have been fun. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What about you? I, <clears throat> I saw a double feature uh, over the weekend and watched Countdown and Lighthouse. Okay. Yeah, one right after the other. Uh, I saw Countdown first, and I thought Countdown actually was a lot of fun. Nice. I'm excited to see it. It is a heavy, heavy sort of like follow in the footsteps of Drag Me to Hell mixed with Final Destination. Uh, I thought the concept, while very cheesy, trying to be very modern with today's audiences, I still think found a way to put an interesting sort of like spin on it all as to why everything's happening. And it actually gave me something to do as far as like puzzle solving because I was trying to figure out exactly why it was happening to them specifically and the way that it was executed in certain scenes that they would show and I'm like why are they showing this and they really actually thought about the story that they were telling Hmm. which again may not be as interesting to the average horror fan or people who maybe don't really care for that kind of zany stuff But to take a movie where people die because an app tells you when you're going to die, I think they put a lot of work into what was going on. So, and we've had a lot of talks lately about how, like, modern movies are more about, like, the science and not the mysticism. Mm -hmm. So this one, in a way, kind of took an app and put magic behind it. Wait until you watch, and you'll see. And I think that you'll come back with more of an understanding of where I'm coming from. I think that they really did pay attention to try and integrate it and make it look as believable as possible. And Mm. I actually liked sort of the conclusion that 
they came up with as sort of the reasoning for it. Uh, the acting, everything was fine. Uh, the lead, if you don't recognize her, she's from You. Yep. Yeah, so... Um, How dare you? <laughs> um, and then the gentleman, he is from Riverdale slash Black Lightning from CW. So some familiar faces. Plus, a Final Destination alum is in it too, which I love. Uh, I thought the kills were nice. Uh, so, yeah. I think you'll like it. Okay. So... I actually recommend this if you want to just watch something fun. This is like heavy above Polaroid, but not as good as like, you know, Final Destination or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw Lighthouse. You sound excited about that. What in the eternal hellhole did I just watch? <laughs> like the eternal fuck. What the fuck was this movie? Okay, Sean, you gave it a better score than I did. So why, what, what was it about this that you remotely liked? Okay, here's what I'll say about it. It had beautiful cinematography. It had great acting. Look at pictures. Okay. Why do you have to watch a 92-hour movie of... Right. Okay, go on, go on. Um, And the thing that I did appreciate it, because it's funny, because when Anthony and I walked... Yeah, Anthony saw it with me. I was surprised. Mm -hmm. But when we were walking out of the theater, I was like, the same way. I was kind of like, what the hell was that? But then I couldn't stop talking about it all day. Like, maybe this meant that. What is there to talk about? What do you mean? It made no sense. It makes some sense. None. So, I'll say this about it. I gave it the score I did, because... It was interesting enough to make me want to think about it, possibly watch it again, but it should have been more entertaining. Like, I think it would be a chore to watch it again and try to pick it apart. Which is why my score was lower. If I want to look at a movie like this from a technical term, yes, acting superb, cinematography amazing. It being in black and white and also the square, I don't know what ratio that is, but just being in that sort of format didn't bug me at all i thought it looked beautiful it looked believable for sure uh makeup and everything like they they did very well but that's not what my scale is on my scale is based on entertainment fell asleep twice and <laughs> i didn't understand a word that came out of defoe's mouth <laughs> right. what the fuck was that and Again, the only reason it got above a one is because I got to see Robin Pattinson like jerk off twice. So that's pretty much the only thing I got out of it. Yeah, Anthony <laughs> was, said he saw some dick at one point. I'm like, I didn't see that. I probably fell asleep during that part. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, no. Um, just seeing his beautiful body gave me joy. Other than that, I just did not understand what I was looking at. We know where you're standing, Sai. <laughs> I will say this. When they gave us sort of, I guess, the reveal, I guess it made sense. And I just watched two people just sort of go insane with their own demons that they had to exercise. Other than that, I just the way the movie was executed was not fun to me. It just was not entertaining. And But here's the thing. I know what most people look for in films, for the most part, I think I do, and I would still recommend this to people if they enjoy the tra trailer and have any curiosity as to what's being seen. But I'll tell you this, it's A24, it's a slow burn, you don't really get much explanation, and it closes with such an ambiguous ending, you just have to say a wizard did it. And that's and then just walk away because there's it just doesn't connect. It, it's weird and you know, whatever the case. So, 
I don't I don't see Oscars in this for the um, front of the camera. I see Oscars for behind, but I don't see anything for the front of the camera. That's just my opinion. I wouldn't give any Oscars out to anybody, but technically or technical wise, oh yeah, definitely hook them up. They did an amazing job, but no thanks. You will not see me watch this again. Okay. Ugh. Yeah, I honestly probably wouldn't watch it again. So did you read anything about it? Do you have any further explanation as to what you saw? Does it make it better? Um, We were talking about it afterwards, and Anthony did look some of it up. And one of the big ones was um, connecting it to Greek mythology, okay. which kind of made sense. And it was kind of close to what I made sense of it out of. Okay. I think it definitely had a religious message at the end. Okay. And part of me, I'm going to say this and hopefully it doesn't spoil anything. I don't think it will. I don't think there was a lighthouse. I don't think there were two men. I think it was all in his head. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that does spoil a lot. <laughs> um, all right. You can well, cut that out then if you want. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll think about it. But, uh, okay. Well, did you see anything else? I did. I saw this little movie called Parasite. Parasite, I saw it too. You know what's funny is we saw the preview in um, the lighthouse, lighthouse. Mm-hmm. and Jesse and I were like, "What is this?" Like, because I remember you mentioned it. That, that was, was your the first, first preview time seeing I saw. it. That is the first time that I saw the trailer as well in theaters. It, it had been out limitly, mm-hmm. and then it finally came out the week before. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I finally saw it. I wanted to see it before the new movies came out in case like the times got shorter. So I saw it earlier this week, and um, I oh, wait, I lied. We saw it in front of Rocky. Oh, Jesse okay. didn't go to Lighthouse. Gotcha, gotcha. But, but we yeah. decided during the preview we are going to see it on Monday. <laughs> so I went to Parasite without seeing a trailer, nor did I read what it's about. All of that was a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. All I know is is that they were involved with some rich family. That's literally all I knew. But the way that they were involved. Whoa. I love the story. The story is amazing. You know, I'm going to say this. I think Parasite succeeded in the way that The Lighthouse wanted to. Because I feel like it it had a message and it said something really strong, but it did it in an entertaining way. Very entertaining. I I had no idea of even the, the genre. I didn't know if it was supposed to be a comedy or a drama, and it looks like it was a mixture of everything. Mm-hmm. That's what makes a movie entertaining, and I enjoyed every single character. I was heavily evolved, and then, of course, there was even a message, you know, about social class, and um, it got a little dark. Yeah. When we were walking out, Jesse was like, I feel all sophisticated and stuff. <laughs> I guess she doesn't watch foreign movies that often. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I only go to films now. Let's go to the cinema to right? watch film. I don't go to the theater to read. <laughs> Sophisticated. That's funny. No, but every character I thought... Well, not every character, but I thought there was some very smart writing in this. Um, very smart characters. Great execution. It did get a little wonky. What? It was a little bit of wonkiness when it came to the, the overnight and discovery of the secret. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. I think I just wanted more hijinks with the family. And I think that that kind of just took over a little bit. 
And then uh, the end sequence, I think, was beautiful. It was just beautiful. Just the navigation through their, the monsoon, I thought, was beautifully shot and well executed and, and definitely packed a punch. The part that made me, I think, really love this movie is, like you said, the monsoon. We see the sun in the tent in the backyard, like, writing it out like it's fun, and the family, like shoveling water out for their life it is like, complete, that says so much it's complete contrast to yeah. you know just how their lives are completely different and uh yeah I, I i just i don't know there was a point in the movie where you're like are these villains is this family villains you know, like should they be should we be rooting for them to take advantage of this family and i you know i, I like sort of that con, con because it's like, do we want them to get caught? You know, mm-hmm. do they deserve to? And did they really do anything wrong? I mean, I understand that through job searches, having such a close connection with these, you know, you tend not to really want that to be part of the workplace. So it seemed that they had no choice but to lie. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you do what you have to do to live. And I also think that that type of, um, I shouldn't say desperation, but motivation, I just thought was clever and it just, mm-hmm. it just worked. Well, and it's like what we talked about for Joker and Hustlers. You bring up a very good point. Like who's the villain in this movie? Mm-hmm. Cause especially Hustlers, they were doing the same thing. They did what they had to live and they were taking from the rich. I did have a lot of fun watching this. Um, there was a lot of visual things happening. So watching it with subtitles was a little jarring. I mean, I was able to get through it, but I'm sure there's a lot of like specific facial features or or things like that, that I kind of missed because I was too busy reading. But I believe that even if you aren't into foreign films, you can still enjoy this movie Mm -hmm. um, and read subtitles. And, um, you know, hopefully you go in knowing that you're about to read (laughs) subtitles as well. But it was a really good movie. I liked it. Very smart. I only took half a point off because I feel like it's not for everybody. True. I I took a half a point on a little bit of the writing. Like I said, it just went a little sort of left field just with all of that stuff that happened. I just kind of expected more of the... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I think it's a must-see. People should see it, like, right away. Um, the last thing that I'll just bring up is that... Uh, because I haven't really had to edit as often uh, lately. I've had some time for some Netflix stuff, and I watched uh, this film called... Well, not Netflix. I shouldn't say Netflix. Um, Hulu. Hulu had a movie finally um, available on there that I've been waiting to see since 2014. It's called Coherence, and it's a sci-fi drama. So it seems very sort of independent, like somebody took a cell phone and just filmed it, But it involves eight people at a dinner party who, um, in, who are, um, what's the word? They are sort of, their night is altered and sort of gone awry because of a comet that flies over their atmosphere. And so it causes stuff to happen and like like a whole bunch of stuff just happens and these eight friends are like scrambling to make sense of what's going on and uh mr xander (laughs) nicholas brandon is in it Mm. as well so and you'll see some other familiar faces but it's heavy on the dialogue um 
it, there is a little bit of horror element, but it is very, very sci-fi. Uh, it's amazing. It's such a mindfuck, Sean. I recommend you and anyone else who has not seen this movie, do not watch the trailer. Just push play, listen, and just let it take you on this journey. It's so fucked up. And once you figure out what's going on, you are going to be so enthralled on what they're going to do next because you at the same time are going to try and do your best to see like what's their best plan, what's their execution, what should they do. And it just gets crazier and crazier as the movie goes on. Mm. It's right under the radar. I don't think anybody hardly knows what this movie is, but people need to watch it. It's called Coherent. It's really, really good. Definitely watch it. It's on Hulu right now. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to get back to work. Let me know if you hear anything more about Daryl. Oh, my God. I hate love him so much. <laughs> I want to slap him, fuck him so bad. <laughs> All right. I will see you soon. All right. All see right, you. Bye-bye.